If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. We are here today on a very special Thursday. It has been a minute since I feel like we really had an episode talking about parenting and parent yeah, life. Yeah, I feel like usually we try to forget it when we're sitting here recording. It's true. You and I <laughs> sit together and we're like, we're not mothers. We just care about the Bachelor and pop culture. That's nothing what I feel else like exists. when I drive over here in the morning. I'm yeah. Like, the world doesn't worry about anyone screaming in the backseat. The world isn't burning. Everything's fine. Burst my own eardrums, cranking up the music. Exactly. Worry about my children's ears. But anyway, it, you know, it was time and we had to, we had to have on some special ladies to talk about yeah mom experts mom experts so much <laughs> so much so it's i mom so hard yes jen and Kristen, welcome Hello. thanks hey. for having us oh my goodness we're I, so excited i don't know if anybody's ever said the word expert yeah. we're using it loosely <laughs> ever in anything so that's a really nice that's a really nice way to lead this in, and it makes me feel really good. <laughs> yeah, it, hours spent, we should be experts, but we're not. So. <laughs> no. So tell we're us, tell us about both of you, please. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, well, I guess in a in a Fast and Furious version, Jen and I have been friends for well, we just graduated college three years ago, so we've we haven't been friends that long actually. But in real time, we they are Kristen. They are. They're not even questioning it, which is not hilarious. Because I have a ring light the size of a ship on my face. The lighting looks I, very good. But don't I look like I'm I've overkilled it? Like I look like a bad Instagram photo that's been like filtered too much. Like I'm trying too hard. I didn't mean to. I just turned on too many lights. They're going to refer to me as the sweaty one after this. <laughs> I'm just all glisten. Well, look, also Jenny with the college Matt. thing, I didn't even question it because I am still working on my bachelor's degree now for eight years. And so at this rate, I may be 38, 42, maybe 50 when I finish my bachelor's it's degree. Fine. So when you said you graduated three years ago, I'm like, yeah, we were like, wow. wow. <laughs> Look at you guys. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, but it was with our fourth PhD. So, oh, which, which is do- doctorate in microbiology. None of it in parenting. <laughs> I wish. None of it in parenting and none of it in patience. But we did meet, uh, geez, we did math on it, but we, we went to school together in Lincoln, but she went to a private school and I went to the University of Nebraska, but we never met when we were in Nebraska, even though we're both from there. Then we moved to wow. LA at different times. And then I went and saw this comedy show and Jen was in the comedy show. And I just remember her being really funny and wearing lots of jewelry. And we (laughs) met in the parking lot after 
and Didn't had beers. Which is, there? <laughs> no, we listen in, in LA. That's how you get your friends to come to a show is you free tell them they'll have free beers in the parking lot. So I was getting my free beers because I was one of seven in the audience. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. Resonating you know, with this. Yes. We went, we, we started chatting and then all of a sudden it came out that we were both from Nebraska and it was like, we went to that like high pitched thing where like glass was breaking and <laughs> And we figured out we had all the same friends and knew all the same people. You're both from the same city in Nebraska? Well, I'm from a little tiny town and Jen's from outside of Omaha, but we both are from, I mean, I would consider them small places. And then Nebraska, the entire state has a million people. Wow. There's technically only one city and that's where I'm from. And then Kristen is from like a gas station stoplight (laughs) more of a place, but it's still, it's impossible to be... (laughs) gas station and two stoplights asshole Get it's it a right, metropolitan Jen. area five bars and six churches probably yeah more like six bars five churches right. <laughs> what it i mean there's not that many people in the state and somebody just asked me this weekend i was on a zoom with some parents from school because that's how i party these days oh hell yeah and they had read in the book or something like that is that really how you and kristen met like it's it's not possible but it is absolutely possible. Like I was on an improv team with her roommate for like a year before she and I ever met. It was the fates were keeping us apart. So we didn't mm-hmm. die. I think. Yeah. yeah so we didn't end up in county jail. You. Yeah. <laughs> Allowing yeah. you to meet when it was the right time. And then it really was. Meet? Yeah. How'd you guys meet? It's kind of, uh, it's kind of similar where we had mutual friends and it was only a few years ago and we had some mutual friends and it was at like some house party or something and we kind of just started talking and we connected, but it was, it was interesting because we have become like best friends doing Mm -hmm. the podcast. So we met each other and And we also literally don't hang out outside of doing the podcast. No, that's fine because we talk four hours a week because that's called being a mother (laughs) where you're like, oh, the only time I have (laughs) is this many hours. So my best friend and I are able to also work together. And that's and I also talk to you more than pretty much anyone else because we have a consistent every single week we get together and talk but yeah we actually connected over motherhood stuff because she got unexpectedly pregnant well it was six years into her marriage three six years into relationship no what was the six years you were on birth control for six years yes i had been on birth control for six years (laughs) yes yes (laughs) that was that anniversary in the years years mixed up but she got i was knocked up when we got married and uh I'll just tell you, if you don't use birth control, you can get pregnant. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> she she you, she you, was on birth control when she got pregnant. I was one of the ones six years in, every day, same exact time. And, you know, here we are. Wow. Super sperm. So, Super sperm. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, what are you going to do? Because I got unexpectedly pregnant. But, yeah, not using birth control three months into my relationship with my boyfriend. So it was interesting. Um, are you guys still together? Yeah. Okay. Two kids, I two kids. Yeah. Oh, you do! Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my wow. goodness! Mm-hmm. You guys said something really important. If I can touch on it, you said a house party. Remember that? What? <laughs> oh, that is just what? that is the thing I miss the most because. I felt like, especially as a mom, that was my most favorite thing uh-huh. to do because, you know, sometimes you don't want to get fully dressed and dimed and go out in public and arrest to a restaurant or to a bar. I want to go to a house party and schlub around with my friends and be with my certain group of people. Like 
We love a kickback. A so. kickback is the kids, the cool, that's what the cool kids <laughs> yeah. are calling it these days. That's what the I last, started calling it recently. <laughs> the last time I had a Zoom party. Kickback. Yeah. The last time I had a party, Jen decided to try to fit through our doggy door. <laughs> so that's, I mean, we still got it, you guys. We're, we're a good time at a party. We don't get invited <laughs> a lot, but we are good when we're there. Honestly, and- as soon as this, as soon as this is lifted, you are welcome to our kickbacks because I feel <laughs> like I need both of you trying to get through our doggy door that can fit our mm-hmm. chihuahua. But I mean, okay, so you two met and then how long were then you like hanging out friend wise before the kiddos came along and all this? Oh, I thought you meant how long before we hung out. Cause I called Jen. I think I literally was like knocking on her door to like 10 AM the next day saying, <laughs> uh, remember we met last night and now we're best friends. I think we need to go have brunch. And yeah, well, I do remember that we made each other laugh like right away. Mm-hmm. Like we enjoyed yeah. each other right away. And we, you, I don't know if you girls are the same, but we like, we give each other a hard time. We like rib each other. And um, really, I think that's kind of the hardest we laugh is when she calls yeah. me like a flaky witchy bitch. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I think that's when you that know is, you found your person. Cause that's like, that yeah. was right away. It was like, we both like to give each other shit and other people shit, but we, it's like a love language. I'm like, if mm. I can, if you can give me a hard time and then I can give it back to you and we're good. I like you. We also mostly like to just say really mean things about other people. True. <laughs> that's a good that's unifier. Bonding. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, we hung out like right away because Kristen was like, you were on a breakup kind of, right? Totally. Going through a breakup and then Jen did all this witchy stuff on me and was like, (gasps) fill out this chart and (laughs) do this and whatever. And I was like, can we just go get drunk and make out with bartenders? Yeah, we did that. Well, but you, but then she met her husband, her now husband at a dog park and they, I remember them being so good together right away. And then I remember being like, it's not weird that I'm with you guys all the time. Is it like, it's to- for like, literally I would go like, I, it never occurred to me that they would go on date night without me. Oh. <laughs> Where you're are we seeing going? photos of them out and you're like, Hey, wait a second. I'm like, uh, I was never part of that Facebook tag. What the fuck? Like, so, it's so funny. So. My husband and I have one good photo of when we were dating where we both look skinny, you know, because we're trying to impress <laughs> each other. And it's like at this bar, and you can see Kristen like part of her eye, like sticking in the background. I try to Photoshop it out, but <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did and her like husband, blur technique. He was so generous. He is so generous. He would like pay for my dinner, and I mean, just like ridiculous. So we had such a good time, and then and then I met my husband, and then I freaking just disappeared. And Jen was like, "What the hell happened to her? What happened to her?" Like, well, either just this new guy is really great and they're just banging all the time or he's killed her and she's buried in the desert. And I got to go find her. She owes me money. Like, <laughs> and then I would just like to refer to the fact that I was pregnant when we got married. So you know the answer. So yes. yeah, it all for me, like then we got my husband and I met and we're engaged and I was pregnant within like seven months, mm-hmm. six months, and then married like five months later. Cause we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh Jen spent my wedding mad at her then boyfriend, not fiance. 
Yeah, I was like, this didn't tip you off that we should get engaged. <laughs> I mean, slow moving marriage snail. And then, <laughs> but Kristen, when I met Colin, though, like it, you guys have been together like a month before I actually met him. And yeah. then you cooked dinner for us and your sister. And I remember leaving going like, don't you mess this up. Yeah, to <laughs> me, not to him. <laughs> to me. Hurt. To me, do that. Oh my gosh, you're like sending me back. I'm remembering my. Uh, I had a one specific friend, like our whole crew in college, and she happened to meet her guy. And they like in one month, he had proposed, and they were married like two months after that. And uh, and all the rest of us had been in relationships long term with all of our boyfriends, and we were in the bridal party, and all of us were just sitting there, just like <laughs> angrily drinking, just yeah, like, like what fuck our boyfriends, <laughs> like they think non-committal that- <laughs> bastards. Yep. Yeah, like Chad's so much better than all the rest of these motherfuckers. We were so mad, and all those guys that are in the dressing room are like, "Oh shit, you guys, we're in deep shit. Yeah, we can't go out there. They're gonna, they're gonna literally group murder they're us. Gonna- we have it coming." <laughs> We have it coming. Kristen just had her 10th anniversary last week. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And Jen, you have yours coming up, right? It's not 10th, though. No, nine. It's nine. Shade. Don't remind me. Shade. But I do remember I was like, he has got to learn at this wedding because I am speaking as loud and angrily as I can that he's got to know I'm serious. (laughs) And then we went on a trip the next March to Palm Springs, and his like best friend had gone to college with was like uh Britt just brought up that he's thinking about you guys getting married and I go he's thinking about it now <laughs> you're he like really I thought the ring was in his guys. pocket <laughs> he's lucky but he proposed that weekend no he didn't he <laughs> did it in July and then I got married in the beginning of December because I was like we are not gonna bother <laughs> wait he proposed on the 4th of July uh no, no. July 10th I think oh, okay I, I was gonna say what are you I feelings was, on getting I was with them I was with them I was the, <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm kidding in the bushes <laughs> we were in an attached suit wait so you what guys are you, I was in the booth next door side note what are all including your thoughts on um proposals during holidays like on Christmas or like New Year's or Fourth of July I mean. I think I'm the wrong person to ask and I'm not trying to be non-committal. I just don't care much. Like, cool. Get, get, get engaged. Like I, I really don't have an opinion one way or the other. If you make me bring a present to it and I have to get dressed up for it, I'm not going to be happy. I don't want to be a part of it. Do not invite me to your engagement. Don't invite me to your engagement. Just like, don't invite me to your gender reveal. I'm already going to have to buy too many presents. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I'm just, it's lost on me. I will send an Amazon card. <laughs> I like it because it's already an exciting moment. And then you're like always going to remember it. But it, just because you buy a ring, you still have to buy like a crock pot or a nice scarf or something. That can't be the only Christmas present, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's like, don't use this. I, I, uh, I don't. I'm have, mortified by it. That's why I ask. Oh, ho- you're mortified that someone would propose during a holiday? Yeah, like last year when I was pregnant with our second child, I said to Gray, "We're not engaged." I was like, "Don't you dare! If you have any thoughts of proposing to me on Christmas with all my family here, absolutely don't." Oh, that's what your thing is. It's more public. Yes. 
And oh, with all the family oh. there, like Christmas dinner oh. with everyone. It's the literally the worst possible thing I could think of. Nightmare. Oh, and I told him, I was like, just don't it. don't even think about that. My husband did it during a comedy show and it was packed audience. And I ugly I did like a weird, <laughs> ugly cry where I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> so when I watched the video, there's nothing like beautiful about it. I'm like doing this weird thing where I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, and how many so- people were there? Jen, what do you think? Like two, there were people hundreds and <laughs> the entire high school class of students that I was teaching was there but it was actually beautiful she likes to make it seem like it wasn't because her her fiance at the time um well not fiance but boyfriend at the time emailed us and was like can you guys come to this show tonight it's really important to Kristen and I was like well then yes I will be there and my husband in man language was like oh they're getting engaged but didn't tell me so he already had his camera out and was filming the whole thing yeah yeah Wow, that's and great. it was beautiful because Kristen didn't have a bit prepared. She was like totally caught off guard, and she just had this beautiful, happy reaction. Like everybody would like ball scream clapped when it happened. Oh, it was that's great. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen, you're- it was very, it was very sweet. And I remember walking out. This was my first thought when I walked out into the full audience. I was like gosh this place is packed and we're doing a student show we shouldn't be doing a show like what are we doing with all these kids this is a this is the biggest house i've seen in la what am i gonna do with all this free beer i brought for everybody yeah i brought beer for the parking lot now i'm like i don't have enough for everybody oh my god well jen what was your engagement experience like what what did well um we so I've always wanted to go to the Madonna Inn. Yes. You know yes. <gasps> love it. I love it. I love kitschy. I love tacky. I love any of that kind of stuff. Anything old I love. And so I'd wanted to go there for a long time. And I had to go, was working or something up near there. And my husband goes, why don't I come with you? And we'll go to dinner at that, at the Madonna Inn, like at reservations. And I, it was heaven. I was like, I've died and gone to my personal heaven. This like beautiful, hot pink restaurant. It's like yes. the Dolly Parton of hotels. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the table that they sat us at was this like cute little horseshoe. And, you know, he had ordered champagne and all that stuff. But the bad luck was there was this like Napa trip of like 10 drunk women at the table <laughs> behind us. So when he like came around and got down on a knee, I was like, I didn't even know you wore contacts. What are you doing? I really had no idea he was doing this. Oh my God. But all the women behind us were like, oh, like no. all screaming. And he was so embarrassed. I was like, what are they? They're just like dogpiling you both right away. Like, oh yes. God. And then shots over after that. It was amazing. It was I really love it was that. That's sweet. That's so sweet. Okay, Broadswell, I love fine jewelry. I mean, who doesn't? But you know what I don't love? The fact that fine jewelry traditionally costs your life and then some and then never gets worn because it's too precious. Oh, yeah, because you're worried about losing it. I'm too scared. I'm too scared after spending that money. Like, who decided that fine jewelry has to cost that much and can't be worn for everyday occasions like going to the grocery store or taking your kids to the park? I say no more. Every day is the perfect day to bust out the gold rings or the sterling silver bracelets. If you like the sound of that, you've got to check out Majori, the fine 
jewelry company that makes handcrafted, ethically sourced pieces that are made to last. And I'm literally wearing one of their pieces right now. Um, And they're sold without traditional retail markups. So the pieces are the perfect mix of timeless materials paired with contemporary designs. You're never going to want to take them off. And lucky for you, you don't have to. I have two of their rings on right now, by the way. Look at you go. I have two on as well. Seriously, the pieces are so good. Think 14 karat gold hoops, chains that are perfect for layering, plus sterling silver, pearls, diamonds, and even wedding bands. They have great wedding bands. Um, and if you don't know where to start because you want it all, you can book a one-on-one digital appointment with a Majori stylist to help figure out what pieces are best for you. But just scope on the website, Broads. It's a perfect gift to give or put on the wish list for the holidays. Um, you know, I always have a pair of Majori studs in and I got a few stackable rings on of theirs always. And I'm going to be asking for more for Christmas, Evan will be using our code. Good for him. You can get a little discount. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wherever you are, Missouri stylists are here to help too. They can, um, you can keep an eye out for new product launches every single Monday and you'll get free shipping on all U.S. and Canadian orders plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Visit Missouri.com slash chatty for 10% off your order and that's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty for 10% off your order today. Well, fall is here and winter is around the corner. That means it's time to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. I know for me, I'm like, great, totally on board with a healthy immune system. Obviously, 10 out of 10, let's do it. But where the heck do I start? The vitamin aisle of a grocery store is like another planet to me. I never know what to believe or what is actually beneficial. And that's why I pretty much leave it up to care of for all of my supplement needs. Um, Yes, if you don't already know, it's a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. You'll start off by taking care of online quiz that will dive into your current lifestyle, any health concerns, and it'll help you address your specific wellness goals. It's pretty much like getting a one on one consultation without ever leaving your living room. Care of will create a tailored approach to your health based on your results. And that's really all there is to it. No more meltdowns in the vitamin aisle. Care of handles it all for you. My favorite part of Care-of is that they are so transparent. Every single thing they recommend is backed by science, and you'll see exactly how it's sourced and why it's being recommended specifically for you. Um, I'm so impressed when I first took the quiz. I was recommended things that I never would have even thought to pick up in the store, but I had all the information as to why it was included in my plan right in front of me. The whole process just feels so personalized, which I love. Well, you can get 50% off your first care of order when you go to takecareof.com slash chatty50 and enter code chatty50. Again, that's 50% off half off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com slash chatty50, enter code chatty50 at checkout. I feel like I I don't mind uh, um, a holiday proposal. In fact, I love Christmas, so Mm -hmm. I think that would be very romantic. But the family included is a hard pass for me. It's a hard pass. Love my family. They nitpick things to death. So I would just be like, I know that I like it would just be like, well, this probably could have been better this way. And why didn't you react that way? And the wedding is going to be so expensive. And it's like, no, I just need I don't need that. energy. I imagine us sitting at like the fold out kids table, you know? Oh, yeah. Like and it's just I hate it. I hate it. I imagine my mom was so happy. My mom is like. Yes, she's not a lesbian. Like, like, we got it. She made it. Just under the time. Ooh. 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 Starting to worry there. 
She didn't actually. She oh would have been God. fine with it. She was like, "Are you a lesbian? Be a lesbian, so you can have a baby." Like she just didn't she care at that point. Like, she was like, "I want the whatever kids. you're into, commit and be into it, so that you can have a baby." Meanwhile, yeah. I have two babies, and my parents are like, "So are you gonna?" <laughs> We're still not allowed to to sleep in the same room when we go to my parents. That's amazing. No. Do you feel pressure? You haven't. I didn't. You didn't know. No. This? Yeah, I know. I told Evan this, and he was absolutely floored. A few weeks ago, I mentioned it to him. What? what are, are they really religious or something? Mm-hmm. Or extremely, mm-hmm. extremely. But to the point where, like, what? I have to sign a piece of paper in front of God. Like, who are we kidding right now? Like this, this. <laughs> I can't think of a bigger commitment. God doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of a more serious commitment. I say this all the time. If you get divorced and you don't have kids, you can literally never see that person again. Bye bye. Yeah, like they can right. be out of your life forever. If you have kids together doesn't matter if yeah. you're married, divorced, whatever. You will literally be stuck with that person. Yeah. It's like facts. signing one of those really long gym memberships that you're <laughs> never going to. It's you, like yeah, you're never going to get out of it. And you're going to see them at your grandkids' piano recital. You're going to see them at like what? It's you're going to see them at everything forever. Hey, man, I think do whatever makes you feel the most comfortable and the most the happiest. Like everybody has their own thing. I'm not that. Like I have opinions about everything that are completely unfounded and not based <laughs> in fact, but I will say like, you have to do whatever makes you feel good. And it sounds like you and your boyfriend are very in love. You've got two kids. And like, do you, like, I, well, that's so, never, I'm not one of those people that would ever care. <laughs> I'm also, it's in COVID times. I'm sure as hell not going to start planning a wedding now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we yeah. think it'll be over whenever, I am not risking that with some venue deposit. No, I was supposed to be officiating a wedding <laughs> next week. Really? Not going to happen. Really? Yeah. I know oh, some wow. people who are doing really Tragic. cool, like four person weddings. One of my I friends. I was going to. Yeah. 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 That's neat. The small weddings are cool. And I, I think that's kind of a new trend right now where everyone's like, hey, man, we really want to get married. We don't want to wait for this thing. There needs to be some version of joy um, in this day, what does that look like? And I think it's like people are like spending a bunch of dough on a really nice, like five person mm-hmm. dinner and like really nice pictures. They all look so low stress. Yeah. yeah. I have to <laughs> Some people it's a big win because, uh, you know, you don't want to buy chicken for everybody in your family oh, or God. even have all of your family there. And then, yeah, no. like you're saying, it's a, it's a win. You get out of yeah. inviting everyone. And technically, you can register. That's not tacky. You can ask everyone no, to send you a present. Especially right now. You're just like, yeah, do you realize COVID. I'm not going to be able to have my my wedding that my I was really wanting wedding? to? Please buy me two yeah. gifts per registration. Yeah. yeah, they have nothing to do with being married. It's like, can I have a Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> Question. I have one. You can just start a fund. Like, for our wedding, yeah. we want to do something more modest. So if you could contribute 50 to $200 to our Tesla fund. For really each person. <laughs> that would be great. The SUV, because we're planning to have kids. So Yeah. Not Thinking yeah, ahead. Too. Thinking ahead. Anyway, what All about right, kids? So, so you two, your friends, you get married. The kids are on their way. How did I Mom So Hard start? Like, tell us about your empire. <laughs> tell us about your yeah. empire i wish i could show you my office right now because you would not think it's an empire we i think it all happened really fast because i think when jen when i had finn and jen was like my only friend that sort of like kept me in my right my loop that i was still me like calling and checking on me invited invited me over when the baby was six weeks and it all felt like i was being very seen and it 
was scary because mm-hmm. of our group, I was kind of one of the first to have a baby. So I didn't have a ton of like mommy friends really. Yeah. And Jen was so good to me. She just like, so I went over to her house all the time and with, with Finn and tow. And then, um, and then they got pregnant with Dashiell. I got pregnant with Eleanor and then Jen went on to have Delilah. So we have four Cute kids names. that are just like, boom, 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 boom. Know, like yeah. They're a little tribe. So I think we, when we both were going through motherhood and we were also like stepping back from our careers in every way from writing, from comedy, from anything you, we just were in motherhood space. Mm-hmm. I think we both felt completely out of sorts and lost and like, nobody tells you like motherhood's so awesome, but it doesn't fill all the spots. Like you're still a human that needs all these other things mm-hmm. sort of looked at. And I think we got that from each other. When we were together, we gave each other shit. We still were really funny. We were, you know, and then I think one night Jen came over for wine and we had two minutes alone and we were both crying and laughing. And Jen <laughs> was like, how come nobody sh- tells you about this? How come this, this is the really hard thing that like everybody feels sort of ashamed to talk about. And then she said, let's, let's shoot something. So we, we did. And our first shoot day was a disaster and ended up being the greatest disaster of what we did. I forgot my daughter's name (laughs) when we went to shoot because she was four months old and she was like this succubus breastfeeder that would like spend 18 hours of the day. Like I didn't even need a shirt and I was so tired and so exhausted all the time that like. I, I don't know what we were thinking. If we hadn't been so tired and out of our minds, we probably wouldn't have actually have done it, right? <laughs> it was no. just this like sleep-deprived idea where you're like, this sounds good. Yeah, but you're I like, did. I should shave my head down the middle. That seems neat. <laughs> we, we both sort of like, you know, kind of felt outside of this loop that was like trying to do stuff right. Like, you know, we didn't have great like Instagram pictures and we weren't making our own baby food. We were like barely eking by. Mm -hmm. And when I was up late at night, I would read stuff like um, Devil in the White City or some like murder book that made me like super worse depressed. I had (laughs) postpartum depression. I was like, why isn't there anything like Kristen says, there's all these tutorials to tell you how to like clean up your Ikea furniture and make it kid friendly, but there's no, like, here's how to like get through your day without like wanting to like drive your car into a wall. Mm -hmm. There's none of that. So So I think that's, that's, that was the, we did it wrong. And I always like to say, because I think if you are somebody who feel, you feel like you have a voice, you have, you have something to say, but you don't know how to go about it. First of all, neither did we at all. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing we knew is we wanted to be together in the same room and we made each other laugh. That's what we kind of knew. And then that we would work really hard. I think that was important. And when we got to her, uh, we shot in Jen's playroom. I think we were trying to be really peppy for the sake of the moms. We were like, we're going to be happy oh, yeah. so that they feel happy. Yeah. Cheer them and, up. And then Cheers we got in, in there. Oh yeah. my God. Not only that, I had terrible like rosacea and I had a giant acne on my cheek. I was wearing this sweater that I'd like pitted out through. I was so gross. And Jen looked like she'd been hit in the face with a two by four. She was so tired and her boobs were exploding. And then we, we sat next to each other and we, I introduced my name and my kid's name, very peppy, very daytime TV. And then Jen went to introduce her kids and forgot Delilah's name. And then I laughed so hard that I, I blew out my pelvic floor and peed my pants like I was winning a competition. And we 
I, we both looked at the footage and we were like, we don't know what this is and we don't know what it says, but we know whatever it is, is right here. Yes. So that's where we posted that and then got so many, so much encouragement and support. And then we were like, well, now we have to keep doing this. Oh, and that's kind of how it started. It's so, <laughs> it's so, so cool. amazing. Cause it's, it's, I, you know, we were similar and that's one of you know the ways that we connected was because we were like, we don't have a lot of friends with kids and whatever. And the only thing that I was seeing was that Instagram feed of like, you know, all the, the crunchy moms who can handle so much. And I was like, I, I can barely do this. I can't do this when I have a kid, let alone when I have a child and I'm trying to process all this. And so having those like clips like you two at being so vulnerable, it just makes you feel whether you're crying or like, like, you know, practically like dry heaving because you're laughing and sobbing so much at the same time. Like it just makes you feel so much less alone. And it's amazing. Uh Like how much, you know, it's that that just changes the direction of a week. Mm hmm. It really, and you need, you need that connection so much in motherhood, especially because you, there's like, it's not a, it's not a secret. It just, there's times that it feels incredibly isolating and lonely Mm -hmm. yet. You never want to say that because on some level you feel like you're being ungrateful because there's nothing you would not do for that little one. But there are times when you're like, I feel why, like, I feel really sad and I feel really alone. And like, you just need that mom friend that you have to like, get you out of your, your funk. And I remember Jen and I were shooting a video at her house and I had a terrible week and I was, it was like a big low point for me. And we did this video. I didn't feel like shooting. It was really hard to go. We had this video planned and then one thing led to another and she made fun of me having a giant bush in, uh, in a hot tub (laughs) video. (laughs) And it struck me so funny that I couldn't pull it together. And I, I laughed for like 18 minutes straight. Like I felt like I was going to throw up. And that is what the video is, was me just like, I have like red under my eyes. I'm crying. And I remember feeling like that moment, like gave me enough fuel for like a couple of weeks to like get through some really hard stuff. Oh yeah. I was just saying earlier today too, now that I have two. So my daughter is 20 months and my son is three months. So, oh my God, you're Wait, walking around at a 90 degree angle all the time. <laughs> We're out here. We're out here surviving. Um, yeah, that's a tough time. So, <laughs> those are rough I, days. Really uh, we is, did it. We that's did that. We were like, to boom, me. boom. I yeah. felt that's oh, that's the thing that was like so crazy to me was that I think you kind of forget what it's like to be in the very early mom stages. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is complete bullshit that nobody told me that like, I didn't matter as a human being anymore. (laughs) Like people care about this baby, but they'll just like, let the door drop on you. (laughs) You're like, the jokes kind of deal. It's like, I had no idea that any of that would happen. And I also felt like for four months after the baby was born, I couldn't have a conversation with people. I didn't know what was going on in the news. I didn't know like who Liza was. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. And so I felt yeah. very like on the outside looking into life. Yeah. I was yeah, because it's survival, man. You're in that phase where you're like, did I feed them both? Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, are they both? Dude, not to mention after your like first attempt at an outing with both of them. This is one thing that I felt like is really particular to two that I wasn't really expecting, even though I've been I've nannied for years. And so I've taken care of two or three children at a time. But not ones you care about, right? (laughs) Right. Also, like I got cash money coming at the end of this. (laughs) Also, I get to go back to my house and I can sleep and watch what I want. Although I always do say this. I I personally think that nannying is not that different. Different for, but this is just my personal take. Everyone is like, it's going to be different when you have kids on your own. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm just trying to get to 7 p.m. when they go to sleep versus like yeah. me leaving. Kind of the same shit. Yeah. Um, but what's different is uh, I never took care of kids that were this young, like where they can't. Co- I'm not a fan of like under two when they can't really communicate what's going on with them. I know some people love Well, and two of babies. them, that's tough, man. I just don't that's like babies. Like, I just don't like babies. I love children. I don't fair. like babies. Mm-hmm. They're well, like, they can't everybody about- communicate with me. <laughs> Let's talk about what we don't like about babies for a second. Let's talk okay. about what we don't like. <laughs> they can't sit up. That's a pain. I mean, yes. <laughs> you can't just up. like plop them no. down on any surface. Unless you once they got can that stand, then you can like set them on the ground so you can get a refill mm-hmm. of a soda. Even if but they're screaming the whole time. Yeah, you can still do yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of hard things about babies, but but then they get older and then they get smarter and then they get meaner. <laughs> So enjoy it. I mean, I'm my in dog four. barking. S is going down right. Oh, fours. Fours. Ooh, I'm in, yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Th- they're not a sociopath. Thank you. I, I appreciate hearing this. <laughs> the four, everyone was just like, two is so t- is so tough. And I was like, two, I actually really enjoyed two. That three and a half now into four. I'm like, this is... This is a rough. These are rough times. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does it feel though like she's rounding the edge to five? Like she's like we I th- making a transition. I think we're coming out of like the true hot spot right now, and I think we're getting <laughs> we're getting to like maybe a year that is going to be a little more low key. But like this past year, it was a it was definitely a rough year for sure. Because we so we call it the fu force. Mm. They are smart and they are cunning and they are mean and they. The things they say, they're just so blunt and they don't care. And then they go on, they say the meanest thing and then they just eat their applesauce. Like, yeah, they've ju- they're serial killers, but they're not. They just they just ba- they, uh, a couple days ago. I was I was in the uh, the kitchen and I was like, I'm not I'm not a cook. I'm not I'm not great at making stuff. So I'm trying to Same. mix together something. And my daughter is just like, I don't think I like this. Like, what about we make what, what about we make something different? Like, what about there's something different that you can make? And I'm like, Ember, right now, I don't really have a lot. I'm sorry. This is what well, this is what we're going to eat. And she literally looks up at me and she goes, take a risk. <laughs> I'm just like fucking take a Bitch, risk. Bitch, you take a risk. Why don't you take a risk and try using the stove and knives to make yourself yeah. dinner? Yeah, I just read clickbait where there's four year olds that are chefs. What are you doing? Get up and make yourself something. I want to see you on Ellen. Okay, walk your ass down to the store, throw your yeah. mask on. You grocery you shop, play school kitchen, roast the chicken. Ever heard of Easy Bake? <laughs> yeah. You can put a chicken wing in there. Make yourself a dinner. Figure this shit out. (laughs) I was just like, oh, God. Well, girls, I think, are easy when they're younger because they're less like active. Like boys, when they're like about a year old, all they're trying to do is like pull furniture on top of themselves and like get on the roof. But girls don't do that. But 
before they start to mess with your brain. This yours does. My my she's she's a Okay, I gotta tell she's you a about, wild, a I wild also gotta tell you about something with Ruth. So Ruth's twenty months now. She's into this thing. She's really into climbing, which me and my boyfriend are both rock climbers. That's how we met. So oh, it's like, what were same. we expecting? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. So what were they we expecting? Can. Okay. She, we have a dresser and like, she doesn't even pull out the dresser drawers. She puts her little fingers and her little toes to crimp her way up the dresser drawers with them closed. And then now she has started she found a stool that she's pushed up to the kitchen counter and I found her trying to climb up the cabinets above the counter. Okay, so I what I did was I put this step stool on top of the table so that she couldn't get to it. I walked out of the room. I walked back in. She had found some way to get on top of the table and was no joke almost touching the ceiling because she was standing at the top of the step stool on the kitchen table. Oh, God. Like, literally seven feet off the ground. She sounds she sounds really bright and capable. <laughs> and brave, I and guess. That's like she's going to have way. a very strong ab plate. I mean... So, you know what we've been doing? I, we've been just pushing... We've been keeping the chairs out on the porch until it's time to eat, because we don't know what to do. Well, you know, you can have a dust up there. You know that never gets yeah, clean. That's like a messy... <laughs> True. Part of everybody's Put house. Put some mitts on if her you hands. Make it a chore, she'll never do it. So treating yourself is great, broads. It really is. But treating yourself without breaking the bank, well, it doesn't get much better than that. And my go-to when I need a little pick-me-up or want to treat myself is, of course, my favorite thing right now. It's makeup. And my favorite brand to spoil myself with with an affordable price has been, for many, many years now, Elf Cosmetics. Literally just like literally found out that elf stands for eye lip and face i did no idea right cosmetics for years Um, my mind's still blown from learning that but even if you did already know that did you know that their products are 100 vegan and cruelty free they've been committed to that long before it became popular and i don't often put on a lot of makeup with two little ones running around and la is very much still on lockdown so no real reason to but um, something I recently discovered is Elf's Ride or Die Lip Balm, which is tinted perfectly, but it also contains lots of naturally moisturizing ingredients. So it's perfect if you don't want to do a full face. Yeah, just a cute little lip balm. Broads, like I said, I've been wearing Elf for years. Whenever one of you sweet broads slides into my DMs and asks about a makeup routine or a product, most of the time I will be answering that it's Elf. It's so affordable. It's so also. affordable. I'm obsessed. Okay, they're they're poreless putty primer it's actually the number one primer in america and it leaves my skin so poreless and smooth but still moisturized with i think a lot of uh primers will dry me mm-hmm. out it's so much yeah, yeah it's so it leaves my skin so soft i'm um, also recently been living for their liquid glitter eyeshadow oh my god it is gel-based formula, so it dries down quickly, and you're not getting like barely any fallout. It's so minimal. Um, and this one even won Allure's Best Beauty Award of 2020, so you know it's good. You'll If you look at how many awards Elf Makeup has won with being so affordable, it'll blow your mind. Um, I literally don't know any brand in beauty that is making top-notch products that cost less than an iced coffee. It's it's pretty remarkable. I'm obsessed. Right now, as an exclusive offer for Chatty Broads listeners, you can get it even more affordable. You can get 20% off, 20, no, 25% off Ooh, your Elf purchase of $40 or more. Go to elfcosmetics.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty to get this exclusive offer. This is the best deal out there right now, broads. This is for you. Mm-hmm. You won't find it anywhere else. 
Remember this. Write it down. <laughs> Promo code chatty at elfcosmetics.com slash chatty. 25% off your elf purchase. A quarter of your purchase. Great present, too. Yes. Oh, Love yeah. Love as a present. Yeah. I don't mind a stocking full of elf makeup. So, Broads, I'm going to assume you're listening to us using some type of streaming service, and there are so many to pick from. Sometimes it's hard to choose which one is best. And I'm going to tell you about a streaming service um, that I've been currently using, which is Amazon Music Unlimited. If you're part of Prime already, then you won't want to miss out on joining Amazon Music on Prime Day because you'll get four months of unlimited music for just 99 cents. We're talking ad-free access to over 60 million songs for less than $1. And if you're just looking to stream for free, Amazon Music still has over a million podcast episodes, plus thousands of stations and top playlists for the low, low price of $0. Um, I personally will use the uh, Music Unlimited with my Alexa because I'm one of those people that always needs background noise. We're talking about kids in this one. The dead silence creeps me out a little bit. Uh, Plus, my daughter and I, we have these spontaneous dance parties at least three times a day. It's what we've been doing these days. It's keeping our spirits up, so we must have music playing at all times. Um, And Amazon Music Unlimited lets us do just that. Um, You're going to love it, and uh, you can get your Prime Day deal for a limited time. Prime members get four months of Amazon Music Unlimited for just 99 cents. Go to amazon.com slash chatty. That's amazon.com slash chatty for your Prime Day deal on Amazon Music. New subscribers only. Renews automatically. Cancel anytime. Offer ends 10, 14. Terms apply. My husband and I are real. um, uh, Is it OCD? What's the word, Kristen? We're like paranoid, delusional. I don't know. We... We had earthquake strips on uh, books. I mean, there was earthquake <laughs> strips on everything because we read all that about shit. I, need, I really on. need to do it for our shelves. I'm, I'm so really scared about, about that. that. I, we did it with the big. Meanwhile, mirror, my earthquake kit is was annoying. And so I shoved it in the back somewhere. And then we actually had an earthquake. And then I was mad at my husband because I couldn't find it. But it's because it was shit was falling down. I was like, you know what? We're just going <laughs> to. We'll steal somebody else's. That's what we'll do. <laughs> We're going to we'll be go by ingenuitive. We'll... Yeah. Or I'm just going to go like post up with somebody that's better at camping than me, which is always how I do it. I'm like, everything you're doing is better than me. So can I just join? Can I just come over here? So yeah. to do it. My kids don't have to come. <laughs> Not responsible for them. This is an earthquake. This is an emergency. No, man. So, sure, her daughter is climbing. And like accelerating, mine just complain. I feel like they. Yeah, can how old are your up. kids? How old are each of your kids? My son is nine. He'll be ten in oh. in February, and then Eleanor is seven. Okay, wow. And then Jen's son is six weeks. Is he older? Six yeah. weeks. Oh my god, six weeks so older close. than Eleanor. Uh-huh. I know. We were both very pregnant at the same time. That's cute. And then Delilah is. Five. She just turned five. What's the date in February for your son's birthday? February 9th. I'm the 10th and my daughter's the second. (gasps) So we're all Aquarius. What sign does that mean? Pisces? Uh, No, uh, the before like the 20th is Aquarius. I never know except for myself. Oh, we know. Which tells you everything (laughs) you need to know about me. Oh, wait. Finn's an Aquarius. I've been doing his charts all wrong. Wait, wait, wait. What's his birthday? Oh, February. Uh, February 8th. Oh, yeah. 9th. 8th is Aquarius. 9th is Aquarius. Oh. Okay. Dash is the 26th. That's Pisces. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I don't know, guys. And Jen will now do a haunting. Well, because Finn was like the first kid that I ever babysat because people were wise to never let me babysit because I come from a very like waspy English family and like nobody has kids. They like accidentally have them in their 40s. <laughs> it's true. She has no, she has no, she has one cousin. I have 74 on one side. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Jen, same. Yeah. I only have one cousin. I've never met him before. And I have like, I have like 50 also. Yeah. Same. I'm one of five. My parents are each one of five. Like, yeah. Kristen's yeah, Catholic. Big. It's very religious. People are very into screwing a lot. They love like, the babies. <laughs> yeah. But, so I had never really babysat before. Nobody trusted me. And Kristen really needed a date night to get out of the house. So I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I will dial nine one on my phone just to be ready. Oh, if anything, a good friend. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't I have gotten out of my fat house fast enough. I was like, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. You got covered. Wheel. It's fine. I'm but, out. So that was the first time I babysat him. Like I still hadn't had a baby yet. So I didn't know anything about baby development or childhood development, but Kristen is tall. Her husband is tall. And I had this like one-year-old boy that was like close to my height, <laughs> hobbling around my house, like trying to pull, nothing was tied down or safe. I didn't have kids like trying to yank the big screen TV on top oh, of them. God. And I was like, Jen's house was a nightmare for toddlers. Cause everything was, like a horse or like a like a beautiful <laughs> intricate weird thing that was glass on a shelf and that's all he wanted like she had these oh, no. old antique planes that were like made out of like metal that like he's like that looks like the most fun thing to play with so he he would I just <laughs> move her tv stand until it fell down which by the way it would fall on him and so jen thought he was like <laughs> behind if you know i was like you gotta get this kid checked out why is he not talking by now like he's he can, like, like 13 months man <laughs> he's me arm wrestling he's got to be able to like that is like the most real thing ever when you talk to friends who don't have kids and then they'll it'll be like your kid's first birthday and they're like wait, so your kid doesn't, like, talk in paragraphs yet? And you feel so good about your child, and then they just, like, slam your, chi your child. They're like, you know yeah, nothing. Like, and then people walk up to my 16-month-old and are like, what's your name, sweetie? And I'm like, she doesn't know what her fucking name is. What the... Yeah. Yeah. Stop, don't do that yeah. to her. What's your favorite color? You're like, <laughs> you're like, lower the bar. Lower the lower bar. The bar. Five. Oh, man. Okay, well... Yeah, at their first party, they're always very unimpressive. They just sit in a high chair. But you're fine. To, it's it's a good time. It's a great it's time. Margaritas. It's a great time. Okay, so I have a question. I feel like this is a good cool. way to start off some questions from the Broad Squad. And this person says, kids, do they shit on the floor? Or did I just make that up because I don't want kids? <laughs> yes. Oh, they, sh they, sh they shit on the floor just for a good joke. But then so will I. So it's <laughs> fine. Like... No, yeah, Before they shit on the floor. They shit wherever you let them. We took a trip to Scotland and we had a lot of, um, it was like a 14-day trip, so we had a lot of uh, baggage with us. And my daughter was potty training and pooped on every piece of luggage. <laughs> like, she did Okay, one. also, why would you go international with a child at a potty training age? A brave queen. Two of them. Because Two it of was them. free. Oh, yeah. In That's the you would have to pay you me, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Yeah, she I, I just looked at her and I said, you're doing this all wrong. The and flight? while you're gone, I'm going to get a babysitter and I'm going to go to the Adele concert. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. 
Lesson learned. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, the pooping thing. Okay, so like I said, my my little one's four. And about a week ago, she was at her grandparents' house and they have a lot of land. And my husband was watching her, and apparently he looked away for moments and he looks back out. She's on in the field. Pants down, just taking a huge dump in the field, like you know, like she's a wild animal. I she's love that. fully potty trained, and he sends me a photo of it, and I was like, "Well, I'm not surprised." Well, cut to two days later, she's back home. She's taking dumps in our backyard now. Was she watching like naked and afraid or something? I or don't where did know. She get but this? she keeps coming back in, and she'll I be don't like, "No, I think that's a good sign because." You don't want to be one of those people that only wants to crap in your own bathroom because then you're at the mall and you're really uncomfortable. You want to be somebody that will freely poop anywhere. So I say the Mm. fact she's good at pooping in the backyard is a good sign. You know what? I like this mentality. With two kids, we also, we have three dogs, had four up until last week. Um, My, when I'm out of town, my husband will send me pictures of poop and be like, whose do you think this is? Depending on where it is in the house whether there's chewed up crayons in it, like, and I know I'm usually right. Like, you have an because, expert. Yeah. You're an expert in, in feces. Well, not to mention, yeah, I was, oh, I was just saying they're a few ahead. months old too. They've got the yellow poop. Oh yeah. And that yeah. like with, with my daughter, it was literally every day she would have a blowout. Like we were trying oh, yeah. to different <laughs> diaper fits, all that. And it would be like, you know, dripping through the car seat, like on a, on a really regular basis, like at oh, least yeah. once yeah. a week there would be dripping. Like we were in Panera and my boyfriend picked her up and I'm not joking. It came out the side of her pants, like soup on the floor. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I was we like, had one of those. Oh my, my husband and I were really <laughs> cocky one time. We went to a family reunion. You know, there was 1,000 people there. Oh. And and Finn was just so new. I think he was like, wasn't he like seven weeks oh old or eight weeks old? And my husband and I very quickly were like, let's sneak away and go have a beer at a local pub. Let's get off ground and go where there isn't any family. So we snuck away with the baby. And I was like, we forgot the diaper bag. He's like, it's fine. We're only going to go for a beer. We'll We'll be back. I'm like, this is, this is how these stories start fine. <laughs> so we went and we laid him on the, on the, mm-hmm. not the bar stool, but the bar seat. And all of a sudden I looked down and I was like, oh God. And it was like, his legs were up, but in between his legs was soup. Oh, and no. I was like, oh God. So I tried to lift oh, no. him in the same position and take him to the bathroom, except it all just followed us and this little woman wearing like orthopedic like walking shoes like comes walking into the bathroom and I picked her up and I was like you're gonna slip (laughs) (laughs) over the poop and I we listen I never missed a diaper bag ever again it was a very good lesson what are you gonna do man you know they crap I feel like the worst poops are uh, are the bathtub poops those ones that's an unfortunate had one so far I just feel like that's them getting back at us yeah the draining situation that that's the soup poops in the in the bathtubs are, are are brutal I also thought that like um diaper changing stations were like ADA regulations or something. So I like thought that they had to be in every bathroom. Um, no, they don't. No, I know. And if they're not, I'm annoyed. I'm like, come on. It's so rude. like, just make it easier. I on will me. never like, be a patron I, here again. Yeah. Also, fine. I'll go to Chili's forever because they understand me. Fine. I think that's a nice opportunity for a mom to be real passive aggressive and like change the baby on a table. Yeah. Use a nap, like a dinner napkin. Yes. And, like a, 
bread tie or something. <laughs> Gorgeous because, cloth napkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Every 22 year old server is like calling their OBGYN to get an IUD. They're like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want any of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not for me. Also, put the changing tables in the men's bathrooms, please. Yes. Come on. Yeah, I think they're starting to, but it's just like, I do think we're in a really good place where dads are, are stepping up a bunch. Like yeah. Ben and I could not have done anything that we're doing without our husbands being 100% active in, in, you know, listen, there's still things I would improve. Like I'm like, just brush your hair. But overall, like we have a, I, we we're very lucky. Oh, that's so nice. It's, it's, it's wonderful to have partners who, who help. That's the that's nicest thing sure. you'll hear me say. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I love my partner, except that he asked me the dumbest questions about shit that he, like, you know, he'll be like, so like, where is, where is this? And I'm like, why would I know any better than you do? Why do I that's have to try, try to find her other shoe? Like, I don't know. That's yeah. never going to change. I, yeah. It's still like, I'll ask my son, like, where are your shoes at mm. or go find your shoes. He's like, I can't find him. And he's standing on top of them. Like they don't look, they're just <laughs> men are made to not look for things. They don't, <laughs> they just, know how. that's the takeaway. Don't. If it's yeah. a deer that they could like kill and drag home to the family, they can do that. But if it's I like don't know. the number of the, the dentist, they don't know. My how. husband's a real city guy. <laughs> not into the deer. He can order Postmates like a monster, but I don't think yeah. he's going to bring home any meals. He's which... bringing home any meat? No. Um, well. Okay, well. <laughs> well. Um, so one of the questions gross. that everyone, and they were, it was in a different form, but it was asked a million times, is, you know, basically the question of how do you maintain to, to how do you continue to just be you and have time for you and can like have your own identity outside of of motherhood? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we do I, say because we get asked this a lot because in our live show we do like um the second half of the show is all like Q and A sort of, and we do sort of say like you're a new you. Like, you're never really going to be the person you were pre-baby. Also, it's sort of like, I don't know, I was maybe a sociopath before he had kids, but I didn't care as much about any other human until I had kids. Mm -hmm. Now I think of everybody as like somebody else's kid. So Mm. there are things better about me. I am way less attractive, I think, than I was before (laughs) I had kids. That's not true. Well, it, I definitely smell. I like what you're doing with your hair. You're now. looking gorgeous, Jen. I feel like the lighting is just like well, it's lovely. It's glowy. Thanks. It's burning my retinas out because it's what I need to do to like hide things. But yeah, you can see me from space. <laughs> Kristen and I are lucky, and you guys are probably lucky too. We're always like, go find a mom friend. They have real low standards, but it's just nice to have somebody to go like oh, you're flawed. You're not right. And I still love you no matter like what kind of mistakes you're making. So yeah, that's, that's the number one survival tip. I was just saying that earlier today. I was saying I'm switching out literally all my friends for people who have kids because it's just, it's not, it's going to happen like that. It just, it just does. And you do your best, but you've got, you have to surround yourself with people that don't want to take anything from you because you don't have it to give you, you literally like with two little teenies, 
you don't have it to give. You've got to have somebody that fills your bucket and you do the same for them. And like, they get it that you have to like, that you're running late or that you are, you have to postpone or cancel because the kid has a fever or like you have to have that person mm. that totally gets it. And it's, it's tough on both ends. I remember walking in to restaurants and seeing kids on iPads and, and, and like with the, and seeing like, and being like, I would never. And now I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> get online. Like tap in the wanna, cloud. <laughs> yeah. Like tap in. I don't care what you buy. <laughs> Just don't, let's not talk to each other or look at each other. Yep. Like, I literally said this week, go watch TV and the iPad. Because <laughs> yeah. I need guarantee that you're not going to come bug me. Oh my God. I yeah. know. I remember someone that I follow was doing, who has been, has been a nanny granted for like 10 years. And I think there is something, I'm not trying to downplay that at all. That is a lot of experience. But someone asked <laughs> about kid-friendly restaurants in some city. And she goes, well, I believe you should like just take like take kids to any restaurant. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you have never tried taking a like a two year old to a fancy restaurant. Like otherwise you would not be saying that shit. You dumbass. Like that is not something to joke. We just don't go to restaurants anymore with our kids. Like period. Yeah. It, the restaurant game is hard. And oh God, it's like, you know, I mean, I would love to go right now. I'll tell you that. That would be nice. But um yeah, the restaurant game is hard. It all, it all changes right when you think you've got it figured out their age changes and every, all their demands change. Yeah. So you just got to like stay with it. And I think that's why, like, when you say like staying grounded, I laugh because I'm like, how the hell can I not? Cause I'm so humbled all the time by these children <laughs> that like, when am I ever going to be like, God, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm I've got a kid in the background, you know, being rude or saying a dumb thing like my daughter we let him watch austin powers because we're bad parents and we <laughs> fast forward through some of the parts and then eleanor yesterday was like i think i have a turtle head poking out and i was like no you cannot use that term you can't so then we have this conversation we're like don't you bring that up to anybody because then we'll think we're bad parents you just gotta be with people that have a very low bar tell, tell the story about Ember, my favorite story about the yelling one Oh, yes. That you've already told. I know multiple times, but I'm going to make you keep telling it. So uh, there was one time where my husband and I were on vacation. We brought the little one and we got into like this huge fight and I lost it in front of her. Like I was yelling at my husband and I'm normally not like a huge yeller. I was freaking out. And the second I screamed at him, I looked at her and she looked horrified like I immediately traumatized her and then I felt like the worst parent ever I like you know dropped it I'm like I'm so sorry I apologize I shouldn't have done that I'm sorry daddy I'm apologizing to both of you I lost it for a minute it happens I'm sorry whatever and then she was just kind of like okay okay and she's like well it scared me I'm like well I'm really sorry whatever well cut to um uh her the next day me dropping her off at school and the first thing she sees when she tells the parent or the teacher as soon as she sees them is she's like Mommy yells sometimes and it scares me. And <laughs> and and the girl this happened once and it was about two and a half years ago and to this day like she forgets everything else. Sometimes mommy screams. Yeah, and she'll randomly like tell like like when like we're somewhere she'll randomly tell like a server. She'll just be like sometimes mommy yells and I'm like, "Oh my god." Like it's just mortifying. You know what? I'm like, they, well, here we are. They know how to play that game. They know what they're doing oh, and like yeah. They're doing it on purpose. It's all like, 
I'm like, I, I recognize that you're trying to work out your skills of manipulation and I applaud you, but I'm going to go ahead and tell that server that I am held, being held captive by you. So there, there, we're going to, let's help me, help me. I'm going to write, <laughs> write a very complicated work. notes with your note with your crayons on this, uh, on your yeah, menu. And I will leave it. this list for you when you were older. My, my daughter said this to me today and Chris and I haven't even told you this. I don't know where it came from because she was getting ready for school and she said, I'm going to show you a riddle. She points to her eye and I'm like, I, and then she shook her head. No, I said, no. And then she opened her hands like a book. And I said, book, she goes, nothing, say it. And I go, I know. I just got punked out by my five-year-old daughter. And then I stood there as she ran off. And then I went in, I'm like, you, that's the oldest one around, Janice. Yeah. Oh my god. Thinking though with this question, I feel like the re- like the answer that I've been sort of trying to figure out lately is it's never like one thing. Like mm-hmm. when you try to do a rigid thing where like oh, I'm gonna uh-huh. take a bath like every Thursday night or something like that, that just doesn't work. You literally have to try to like. T- capture the moments yes. that you can yes. and yeah. hold on to those and try to capture another one. Like yes. you cannot yeah. try to create like a plan, a schedule. Like it just doesn't, it's going to, it's going to make you more rigid and it's going to make you more stressed when it doesn't happen the way you're planning for it to happen. Yes. Yeah. You, you gotta go problem. with the flow, but I do like having, we have like pretty, we're, we're not strict, but we do have like, you know, bedtimes. And we're like, mm-hmm. mostly cause I'm like, once you're in bed, I'm free. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, we are pretty with that, but then I'm like, anytime I can get him in the shower, that's the time. So I'm like, you guys, it's 9am, uh, get in your nighttime shower. Let's go. <laughs> they're, they're like, why are we showering in the middle of the day? I'm like, I don't care. I need you to be done with this day and go to bed after that. And it'll be 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. Fine. Don't get me wrong. The naps and, and bedtime. The wasn't naps. talking about let, being loosey-goosey oh, with sorry. that. Yeah, you can't clarify because but, but everything else you should be loose with. I agree with you because na- naps and bedtime, that'll jack up your day. Oh, the nap time I mean, is everything. I forgot that some people don't adhere to strict bedtimes, which is I'm they like, don't I'm like, this is for a, you. Don't they don't you have know? kids or B. They don't have kids. That's who doesn't adhere to bedtimes because I'll tell you the second you're like, I have the option of my kid going to bed at seven 30 or 10 PM. The next day is going to be hell on earth. Which one do you choose? No, I know some people who legit like their four-year-old will stay up till like 10, 11, just different every night. I'm just like, once you yeah. figure out that when you put your, like once I discovered that when I put my child to bed at seven 30, uh, that she woke up the same time as when I put her down at 10. Mm-hmm. Then I go, yeah. ah. Game changer. And she's in a better mood because she gets more sleep yes. when she goes to bed at 7.30. Yes. Good night. Yes, good, good night. Good night. <laughs> Let's start this nighttime routine at 4 p.m. <laughs> I went out with a friend one time that had a son about my son's age. And so her husband and the son stayed at my house with my husband and my son. And then she and I went out. And then we got back around midnight and walked in the front door and the dads were like so tired and her son was up like playing and my husband's eyes were like big as saucers. I was like, what happened here? Did somebody like have a heart attack? How could you not have put this child to bed yet? Oh my and, God. I mean, they were so young. They got worked. Oh, they got worked. No. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go on to the easy prey here and stay up as late as I want. Oh, yeah. I think it's such a key when you realize that the, that the secret to them 
sleeping better is more sleep. Yeah. Like, sleeping yeah. sleep. And happier That's kids. That's why I go to bed early. <laughs> happier kids, happier parents. But with but with the question that I was going to say too, going back to it, I think I think one of the biggest things too is like whenever we we see that question or I hear someone say that question, it's like, yeah, I I think it's so different person to person, and I, I feel like there's because I, I know for myself compared to maybe another mom friend of mine, like for her to feel like she is still her own person and has her own identity. She's like, I like to, you know, take walks and I like to, you know, garden or something like that. And I'm like, I like to not spend my money um, on getting my eyelash extensions and hair dead anymore. And I pay for a babysitter and I like to go out and drink with my friends and regret it the next morning because my my brain hurts. But that makes (laughs) me have my own, like continue to have my own identity Mm -hmm. and stay connected to like some of my friends who aren't parents or whatever, because then I just go out and I'm like, don't ask me about my kids when I'm out because I'm not a mom right now. Dude, I know that's like a thing that non-parents do. You know what I mean? To other parents, like my non-parent friends are always like, oh like how's life with the kids yeah because like, they're trying to connect and I'm just like I, so I don't ap- want to connect I so you appreciate you wanting to connect <laughs> but I this is my moment to you know I want to talk reality tv shit I want to talk about you you oh, tell me late. you tell me gossip about all of your most recent tinder dates let me live vicariously I don't want to talk about my daughter <laughs> yeah we yeah. used to have this we she's now onto a cool show she's got like this writing gig but our first assistant ever we her name was Hannah and she was fantastic. And we, she was young and single. And like, we just, we went to oh. a, a restaurant in New York and we were like, give us your phone. How do these dating apps work? Yes. And so she's like, I'm not giving you my phone. I was like, let's just see how it works. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll hold my phone. And you, you can see who, who's on the this app inside of this restaurant. And I was like, what? <laughs> They're here. So we just, just we ended up taking her phone <laughs> and just swiping right a bunch. And she was mortified, but that was the greatest oh. night for us. Cause we were like, man, we just get to live vicariously through you and what your life is like. And like, this is really fun for us and we pay you. So you have to let us do this. And it was a joy because you but do just want to be, you want to just be your fun, silly self. Yeah. And like sometimes talking about kids or the way the world is, or that's how I feel about when people talk about politics. I'm like, I'm going to snooze. I'm out. <laughs> like, no like what we always are like, that's another part of having like friends that have kids because they don't see you not wanting to talk about your kids as heartless because no. all you've done all day. Mm-hmm. And Focus by the them. way, you can probably like say exactly what they're doing at this moment while you are someplace else like right it's it's no that's so true john because it's it's if if the t- the tables were like turned and you had someone who had a job you know an 8 to 6 type job uh when they come home from work they don't typically want to talk all night about their job right it's like let's talk about right. something else or if you if you're trying to find a way to connect you can be like how are you doing with the new second kid or like how have you been how have you been have you been able to take time for yourself lately amidst doing distance learning or I don't know something about the power the person I, is handling that stuff I really like playing the game like would you f murder or kill this person mm-hmm. who's the hottest <laughs> celebrity in town right yes. now yes <laughs> what do you think of this lipstick how many scoops of chocolate chip and ice cream have you consumed? Like, I don't want to think about, I don't want an SAT question. 
I want to talk about nothing that matters at all. And then I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's actually like a really good idea. I wish more people would ask me those kinds of questions. We were actually Gray and I were talking about that last night. He was like, how much money realistically would it take for you to do like a fully nude, like leg spread Playboy shoot right now, like in your life? How much money would that take? And I said $10 million. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'd do it for free if I was on the cover. <laughs> Give me that. I feel like notoriety. I would just be really flattered if someone even can. I'd probably have to pay someone at this point. And I'd be yeah, like, it's I don't know if like good down it. there, but can we oh. do it on a, 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 an issue that's like called like broken but not down? Like do something yeah. that just explores a different version of it? Because I, I don't even know if you would look at mine and be like, that's what it's supposed to be. It would just look like a Rorschach test. I don't know. Yeah. Looks like sadness. I don't know. Like, you're like, what's going on down there? What? Honestly, a Playboy episode with tired moms, nude, tired moms. I'm sure it's so. But see, better. that's the thing. We would never get nude. We would just take off our pants and lay there with a big oversized t-shirt. Or the boobs like, would already be out because you're breastfeeding. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like. And your nipples are all like huge and weird colored. Like that was a shocker. It, you know, somebody's into it. That was yeah, a shocker for me. Yeah, <laughs> I had no People idea. Get to mention that. <laughs> no one, no one explained to me that my nipples were going to quadruple in size and and that they were going to fully change color and that they were going to stay that way. Well, you know what's funny is that I remember seeing my mom's boobs and I was like, why do her nipples look like that? Like bigger and rounder. Mm-hmm. And now I know why. Yeah, the painters of the classics did moms no favors because when they were showing like a mom topless holding a baby, that was like me when I got heavy at like age 15. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like the sculptures are all marble. So it's just one unanimous color because they were like, we don't want (laughs) to. It's just too, the nipples are too big of the female form. Yeah, let's just uh, blow them out. It's like a, it's like the Instagram filter of our day. You know, my mom, my mom didn't breastfeed me. So, Uh, so, okay. So my mom has these like, very very small very like very uh like per her still skin color nipples still, yeah yeah and i remember once i started breastfeeding my daughter all of a sudden she came over and she was just make like making uncomfortably long eye contact with my nipples and i was like would you like to say something to me mm-hmm. mom and she's like why do they look like that now and i'm like bitch <laughs> you're like hey man different times i'm like listen listen you 80s queen okay just because you didn't want to fill me full of your of the nutrients because you didn't want to ruin your boobs okay or because you were doing so much blow at a patrick nagel calorie showing (laughs) it's weird how that works explains everything yeah my mom gets all caught up and i'm like from the you were in the 60s and like you had me in the 70s like why are you more out there like you're like I think she was. It's just me personally. She's got an issue with, but it's fine. That's another. That's another conversation. Okay. Never. The 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 sex during during the pandemic. We were. I or my husband and I were cracking up because we have a lot of friends who are you know single or like and dating new people, just starting to date new people, and they're just like, this quarantine's been crazy, right? We're just having so much sex, and it's been wild. And I'm looking at them just like. I mean, maybe the least amount of sex I've ever had in my life is during quarantine. Yeah. I was I'm status quo. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed. Nothing's changed. Still angry about it. Still like, oh, crap. I just zo- 
Oh God, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are going to hear my kids are right outside the door. It's going to be great. I will say the one thing I got when I got married was a house cleaner as a part of the package. I was like, I'm not. And then with the quarantine, <laughs> no. she went away and I was like, we'll get divorced if I have to clean our bathrooms. I just, you want to know where the low level of sex is coming from. It's house cleaning related. <laughs> like I have to clean that bathroom and then go have sex. It's for, for me, it's just the, 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 the kid always there. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, at least personally for me, I have a hard time transitioning from mom mode to sexy, sexy times. So as soon as she goes to bed, I'm like, I am making a pile of nachos to eat off of my breasts. <laughs> I'm turning on reality TV and I'm going to bed on I'm falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. Meanwhile, See, I was but I'm impressed you have a sexy mode because I'm literally kind of, like this is it all the time. Sometimes I had curl to my hair, but this is kind of it. And my husband has to be fine with it because he he married me. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like, hey, babe, uh, you want to have, do you want to have uh, marital relations for you five minutes? And then we watch Netflix. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. You have five minutes and I'm going to be tweeting <laughs> while it happens. Or, just, or we'll be arguing and I'll, I'll say, okay, fine, we can still do it. And then we'll just pick up where we left off on our argument afterwards. Yes. You know, yes, yes, yes. Dream passion for eight minutes. That's a good, that's a. That's a long session. I know. Guys, like, marriage. Damn. Who's into it? <laughs> I know all these people asking questions being just like, so I don't know if I if I want to have children or if I'm ready to have kids. Like, how do I know? And I was I'm reading through these questions going like, listen, there are so many beautiful, beautiful, beautiful parts of being a mother or being married or being in a relationship or whatever. But I feel like media just makes it look like it's all just fun and roses all the time, which is why I appreciate, you know, books, YouTube channels, podcasts like yours, because it feels just like an honest take where you could take a deep breath for a minute, laugh about it and yeah. just be like, uh, I don't have to be perfect all the time because this is no. the reality of the situation. We love being moms. I think we both, that's, that's never been the case. I just think we have to like, everybody has to get realistic about what the expectations are. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey man, if my kid, if my kid has a shirt on that doesn't have like crusty crap on the front, I have won the day oh. and I'm in a good mood. And that shows how easy it is to make me happy. Just wear a clean shirt. I'm happy. Well, That's it. Also, I feel like in the, uh, in the past few decades, you know, people are, there's a lot more people are starting to go to therapy and whatnot. And I feel like a lot of people's conclusions have been that it was their mother's fault, like for the way they turned out. It's always going to be like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of like cut them some slack because I think people don't realize even now in the age of 2020 where women have like more rights and freedom than than I think ever. Eh, well, anyway, we're in a pretty good place, like better than we've been. But moms, there's still much like so much expectation about all the different gaps that we're supposed to fill like in our children's lives. Mm. So well, it's like I think women did get the blame for I blame my mom more I, me for too all of it yeah but she did everything right like <laughs> there was no one else that could fuck it up because she the, yeah. she was the one spending 24 hours a day with you caring so, for yeah. you that's why I, I want my husband very actively involved so they can hate him yes. as much as me key <laughs> that is the key point <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly. It won't though. It's always going to be our fault. That's the, that's the cross we bear. That is the sword we fall on. And then we remind them of that. That's how it, it's always been that way. We it will always you. be that we birthed way. You. That's we why we have to have you. a good time when we can. Yeah. They're going to blame us. That's just part of it. So I'll true. write them out of my will. And there is a really positive tidbit. <laughs> We're hilarious. Take that to the We're bank. Hilarious. They're going to hate you forever. That was one of the yeah, questions was someone someone asked. They were like, um, are you scared about having like your child hating you one day? And I'm like, I mean, the fact of the matter is if she ends up happy and that means that she hates me, then I suppose like, you know. I did what I could. I just going to hate you. She just is going to be mad at you along the way. Yeah. She's not going to hate you in the end. She's just going to have moments where she's like, I want to trade you in. Yeah. And there are going to be moments when you want to trade her in. And that's just, I think how it is. Cause there are so many bright moments, but man, there's some there. It's hard. It's a hard gig. And we're all just trying to do our best. Mm-hmm. I think if you've done a good job, they will hate you a little bit. Mm. You yeah, know? they got to hate you at one point. Otherwise, you're going out with them when you're in high school and then you date their friend and that's not good. Gross. That's true. Huh? Yeah. yeah, you got to think about how mom. it's better if they hate you in the first 18 years. You yeah. know, because yes. then they'll love you in the future. If Sometimes if you're that super fun, cool mom and they're really into everything you're doing in the first 18 years, that can backfire when they're in their 30s in therapy. It's and very like, true. Why if was my mom smoking pot with me and my friends in the basement if when you're, I was 14? Yeah, it backfires. <laughs> if you're the mean girl, mom. Backfires. Uh-huh. You have to be uncool. You, um, ladies, I don't mean to be rude, but I get to go have a COVID test. <gasps> no worries. How fun. Oh. Not, not because of any reason, because of a, uh, uh, Jen and I do in our podcast, we the studio. You guys know, yes, or no. you guys aren't doing that. Enjoy. You guys have a really cool background. Thank you. This is actually in my backyard. Oh, awesome. Well, not outside, but inside. Yeah. But yes, I did the COVID test two days ago. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I don't I don't mean to be rude, but if I don't get there before they close, nope. yes, I we got to wrap too. No, no worries. We'll wrap. You guys are so awesome. This was too. so fun. Thank you was, for having us. It was us. so wonderful to talk to you both. And I know you have to leave, but any any moment to plug away quick right beforehand oh, yeah. and we'll put it all in the yeah. episode notes. Jen. We are not great at the plugging oh. thing, but let me give it a try. We have a podcast called I Mom So Hard the Podcast. And you can Listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Amazing. And yeah, Jen, we gotta get, we gotta practice. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta practice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know it was so much fun. It was so nice to have Kristen and Jen on. They had to leave rat, rant, or uh, quickly because they had to do the COVID test. These are the important things. The yeah, important I guess they're things. doing COVID tests for the cast studios. I didn't even know. I don't know. I'm not anyway, sure. Okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, that was so. I mean, it's just nice to talk to some other mothers who, uh, you know, are just the real deal. We're just out here surviving. We're just out here surviving. It's another hot day today. I'm dripping sweat. Um, yeah, I'm boiling. So are let's go dripping? get inside the AC. And with <laughs> let's that, go get inside the AC, broads. Um, <sighs> we appreciate you. Remember, Bachelorette starts on the recap comes out Wednesday, not Tuesday, because the episode it will be airing on Tuesday. Recap on Wednesday, and then second episode of the week will uh, be on Friday. Woo! So uh, chat soon. Chat soon. Woo. 
With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.